Welcome to another episode of Blackhawks Insider. It's game day, so it's time to hear from the head coach himself. Luke Richardson previews tonight's game and provides commentary on trending topics. So without further ado, here's Coach. It's the Blackhawks and the Seattle Kraken tonight from Climate Pledge Arena in the Pacific Northwest. We've got the Blackhawks head coach, Luke Richardson, with us. How's the road trip been treating you so far? Well, as you know, there's been a little bit of a lack of sleep, but uh, you know what? That happens sometimes, and I find, um, you know, for athletes, it makes them more aware, conscious awareness of, the, of their body because their body's tired or a little bit sore. And uh, you know what? Sometimes it works out uh, well, and I'm hoping that's the case for the guys that uh, they're just uh, really aware because uh, Seattle had a really good game last game, and they're a hardworking team. So we got to be ready for a good start. Yes, Sleepless in Seattle took on a whole new meeting with the odyssey that it was traveling from Edmonton to Seattle with some unfortunate weather. Looking back at the Edmonton game, how about that goal by Connor Bedard? I was up high in the press box watching it, of course, and I almost did a double take when that puck went in the back of the net because it came off his stick with such velocity and it looked like it caught the goalie by surprise too. What did that goal look like from your perspective? Yeah, I think it caught the defenseman off guard. It was a great play by himself and Vlasic to, to shoot him up the middle really quick with a great pass. And uh, and he took off and, and he really didn't show any signs of when he was gonna shoot it. So the D put his stick out and he, he does his move where he just puts the puck under there and gets, gets it off quick. And it def definitely caught the goalie off guard. And uh, you know I mean, I think it was, it was a great start to the game for us. Um, you know, unfortunately, we didn't get the outcome we wanted, but, uh, you know, there was lots of parts of that game against a really high-flying Edmonton that I liked in our game, and I didn't think we got into a lot of trouble in the, in the defensive zone coverage, which was good. I think it was the line rushes against. We didn't read them well or we missed cues, and that's a team that are really capitalizing on mistakes. So, uh, you know, it wasn't – and one stick went off our own stick in the net. It was a, it was a tough bounce, and we didn't get one. So. Um, you know, there's some good to take out of that game. Uh, we're never happy when we lose, but uh, I thought, you know, Connor played a, an excellent game in all three zones. So that's a, that's a real positive. And he got on the score sheet, which was great. And I, I know that the outcome of the game was not what anyone wanted. And I don't mean to focus just on, on the Connor Bedard goal among every, everything else that happened in the game, but was that the most impressive goal you think you've seen from him this season? Um, yeah, and, you know, he's, uh, he's definitely dynamic. And, you know, the goal in Florida was very impressive as well. It was a, it was a good hard four check, and a, we call it a snake bite, where you just uh, under the guy's stick, and he was gone. And, and, and not that he just roof it on Bobrovsky, which is a great goaltender, but his, his head mo movement and fake that just got Bobrovsky to look and move and everybody else to stop, and then it all in one motion put it upstairs. They're both impressive. Um, you know, I mean, I think uh, he's going to impress us even more. So uh, I'm not going to say that's going to be the most impressive because I'm hoping that we see even more coming in the future. Have you looked at his home and road splits? He's got, for whatever reason, way more goals on the road than he does at home. Is there anything to that other than just a fluke on the stat sheet? I think so. I think, you know, I mean, that'll probably even out with, uh, you know, his ability. I think it just happens to be like that. And, and you know what, we've had some really tough road schedules where, you know what, the first game when you come home is always tough. It's tough. It's tough. There's lots of things that you're catching up on uh, back at home. And sometimes you just, you know, you're trying to take a second and, and exhale and catch your breath after a long, tough road trip. And that first game's a little bit of a lull. So, you know what, I think 
and we have had more ga road games than home games this year so far. So I think um, I think he'll light it up and impress our fans at home uh, live at, at some point. But uh, I think those will probably even out with a player like him. We're talking Connor Bedard with Blackhawks head coach Luke Richardson. This is a guy that you would describe as a, a high achiever, to put it mildly. He's had astonishing success playing hockey at every level he's been at. Now he comes to the NHL, and this is the hardest league in the world, and he's probably dealing with, with failure for the first time, to this extent anyway, in his career. How do you think he's handling that side of the game? Uh, pretty good, and I think you know. I think when he first went to Regina and Junior, they, they and they didn't have you know a great team uh, the last year, but I think they were a, 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 a rebuilding team, and obviously um, you know he he helped them get to the second round of the playoffs last year, which I don't know if anybody counted them to get even that far. Um, so you know he's been in that position a little bit before, but very short period of time, and and had the highest highest rate of scoring. Uh, and success to push his team probably past where they should have went. So, you know, that's what we are kind of hoping and expecting him to do here. And I think for him, he's just um, guiding himself through. He's had a very busy year from the World Juniors and the attention from that to the draft, to the combine, to the, you know, the development camp, to training camp and rookie camp. So he's been a busy guy and that's a lot. And um, he gets attention everywhere he goes. So I think he handles it and manages it very well. Um, I think the frustration of, of losing, that's great. He's a competitor. You know what I mean? I don't, the, and the reason I say it's great is he doesn't let it linger to the next shift or the next game or, I, you know I mean? He's disappointed like anybody and he's, he's plays with fire and I, and I like that in a player. So as long as it doesn't start affecting him long term and he drags things out and it pulls him down for the rest of the game or the next game, I, I think it's just a good, uh, you know, uh, quality for him to have as a hockey player. Ryan Donato returns to Seattle, the organization he played for for the last two years. Talking to members of the Seattle media, it's really interesting. They all speak so highly of Ryan, describe him as a fan favorite. What kind of impact has he made in the locker room and on the ice for the Blackhawks this year? Well, he's a versatile guy. He can play really on any line. He's a, he's a shooter. He really is. That's his best quality, I think, uh, as a hockey player. Uh, but he's first to the rink every morning. He's got a smile on his face. He loves the game, and I think that's infectious. So, um, you know, I mean, he's uh, a guy that, you know, you put him on the power play, he's doing his best, and he can score some goals and help out there. And, and when he's not, we'll put him on the penalty kill because he's got a strong stick, and he's happy to do it as well. Everybody wants to be on the power play and score goals, but he knows what it takes to win. I think he grew up in that lifestyle with his father, and um, you know, he, he knows what it take, a team needs and, and sometimes it's something different every night and he's ready for that. So he, I could understand why he was well liked here and we're happy to have him. Lastly, this is career game number 700 for Tyler Johnson, who is somewhat of a local product to this area, grew up on the opposite side of the state in Spokane, Washington. What does it say about his career and, and to, to reach this milestone? Yeah. And he's battled through some injuries over the years and, uh, uh, you know, 700 games is a lot of games, and I know he played a little bit in the American League first as well. So he, you know, you can add add that to the list, and that's a lot of pro games. And uh, he's won a championship, I think, at both levels, the American League uh, level and the NHL. Um, so he's just a winner, and he's a smart hockey player. That's what he is. When you describe what he is, he's just a good hockey player, and that means he's kind of versatile in a lot of respects. Where I count on him in a lot of situations, and I know he, even if he's not in on the 
uh, a specific uh, line for the at the end of the game. I can put him out there with anybody, and he can do the job. So he's very reliable. You count on him. Uh, it's great that he's having this um, accomplishment uh, close to home. Hopefully, he's got some family here tonight to celebrate with. Seven hundred games puts him about halfway to your total, coach. So. That's a, a very impressive mark. Thanks a lot for doing this, and good luck tonight. Thank you. That does it for another episode of Blackhawks Insider. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube, and tune back in every time your Chicago Blackhawks lace up. And thanks to Southside Jake for the tracks on this podcast. You can also find him on Spotify, so be sure to give him a follow. <laughs>